You're listening to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, where every week you will learn about healthier habits and hacks to create and support a healthy and thriving lifestyle as a busy mom. I'm your host, Wendy, and I truly believe that the best gift you can give to your family and the world is a healthy, thriving you. Let's dive in. lovely. Today, I wanted to talk to you about having an evening routine. So we've spoken previously about a morning routine and why that's so beneficial in terms of how we start our day and how much control that gives us and that sense of calm over our day that we're running our day rather than it's running us. But I just really wanted to now get stuck into the evening routine because I think that's just as important as the morning routine. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, do go and have a listen to that because I feel that will be so helpful for you and that will really lay the groundwork for evening routine. And for me, an evening routine was something that I never really thought about because I had this morning routine that I was doing all based on the book that I mentioned in the previous episode about the book by Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning. And I suppose I didn't really think too much about the evening routine because I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to get in the bed and just maybe scroll on my phone and do a few things and just fall off to sleep. But actually... What I've recognized is that how we end our day is just as important as how we start it. And by ending it, I mean, actually what you give your brain last thing in the day is what it's actually going to focus on through the night. Now, you might not consciously be aware of the fact that it's focusing on that, but it's subconsciously doing it. So if you end your day scrolling through social media, going down the scroll hole, comparing yourself, or maybe you've read the news and your mind's been filled with reading up about not so nice things going on in the world. Well, guess what? That is the last thing your brain sees, hears, absorbs for the day. And that's what is ultimately going to sit in your brain overnight while you're meant to be resting and being calm. So some of the things that I like to do in my evening routine, which really helps me to shut down my brain, because I'm not somebody who can just go to bed like my husband can. It's so annoying. (laughs) He could just say, I'm tired, I'm going to bed. And that's it. He falls asleep. Whereas I need to wind my brain down. So if you're one of those people, let me know. It's not just me. (laughs) But for me, one of the things I do around nine o'clock in the evening when I'm having my herbal tea, I love my clean tox, elderflower, mint herbal tea that I have every night. I'm so addicted to them. They're delicious. And that it's just lovely and calming. Or I might actually have my inner calm, which is like a meditation in a bottle drink. I love it so much. So I have that in the evening. And then at nine o'clock, I'll pop my blue light glasses on. Now, blue light glasses are something that I stumbled across. I used to see people wearing them on Zoom calls in the evening. I was like, what are those? Why are they? I don't know. They wore glasses. And when I reached out and asked them, they were like, no, they're blue light glasses. So what, what actually happens is we're in front of the screens all the time. And that blue light is activating our brains. It's keeping us awake. And that blue light through screens, through your TV, your phone, everything that you're exposed to is keeping your brain awake. And it's actually blocking the release of your melatonin hormone, essentially, which is your sleep hormone, which is the thing that triggers when evening draws in and when it starts to get dark. Obviously, in winter, you feel this much more, certainly in the UK, when it starts to get dark around four or five in the evening, you're like, oh, I'm so tired. And you start like winding down and, you know, the darkness. And one of the things is also making sure that I dim the lighting in the evening. So not having masses of bright lights around, not turning on all the lights, actually having more foot lamps and having things, smaller lamps than just creating more of a darker environment. So your brain is triggering. But then also by having these blue light glasses on, and literally you can get a pair of blue light glasses for a tenner on 
Amazon. I mean, I've actually bought a trio pack for I think about 20 quid and I've got those one of my desk in case I do calls in the evening, one next to the TV and one next to my bed, just in case I do need to look at things before I go to bed. And as I say, that blocks the release of obviously the blue light. And so then the the melatonin hormone can trigger and it can start to release. And what I find that by 10 o'clock, I'm actually tired. Now, if I forget to put my blue light glasses on by 10 o'clock and I'm watching Netflix and I'm like, oh, next episode, next episode, because obviously Netflix is designed or any of these streaming services are designed to hook you and get you wanting to watch the next episode. And why is it that when you're in a really good series, you're like, you can stay up to one, two in the morning because you're like so gripped and so hooked. The problem with that, obviously, is that leads to us feeling really groggy and tired the next day. We can maybe get away with it for one or two nights, but then the wheels start to come off because lack of sleep is going to start to have that knock-on effect on our mood, our temperaments actually what we're eating and that's going to affect our energy. It's just going to be a whole chain reaction. So some of us are going to be disturbed at night with our kids. So it's not always ideal to get a perfect night's sleep. But I find by having the blue light glasses on, it's blocking that blue light, melatonin's releasing, and I'm actually quite groggy and tired then by sort of 10, start making my way up to bed and making sure that I don't then start looking at something on my phone or anything, even though I've turned off the telly now. And that I'm actually making sure that I'm getting my brain engaged for sleep. So something that I'll do is I'll drop a couple of drops of lavender aromatherapy oil on my pillow or on the pulses of my wrists and obviously breathing that in really deeply. I will go and do my nightly face cleansing regime as well. I used to see that as such a like, oh, I've got to do like take my makeup off. Whereas I've actually reframed that to this is actually my self-care. Me actually standing in front of the mirror, doing a double cleanse, which I would highly recommend a double cleanse. One cleanse is not enough to get off all the stuff from the day. And especially as somebody who used to struggle with acne and has struggled with enlarged pores, like actually cleaning my skin properly and making sure that it's got all the sebum and the dirt and everything out of it is so important. So I'll do my cleanse with a hot cloth. Then I'll do another one. I'll put my serum on. I'll use my nightly resurfacing pads, which I love. I'll put some eye cream on and some neck and night and actual night cream on and and obviously eye cream as well, dotting that around. And and it's just that process of doing that and really working the product into my neck and down into my decolletage area and doing that is just, that is my self-care. It's also that it's really hypnotic. It's really meditative. It's really winding my brain down and then I'm brushing my teeth, going to bed. And actually something that I've also started doing is actually sometimes having a hot shower before I go to bed because Again, that's just really washing the day away. But often if I've worked out during the day, I've already had a shower. So that would really just be for relaxation purposes. But having that hot shower, relaxing, it's going to be different for everybody. But that's something I do as well. But then I'll get into bed. And then what I tend to do is mornings, I'll tend to read more sort of self-development, business books, things that are challenging my mindset. Whereas at nighttime, I'll tend to just revert to a novel, something not uh, something fiction as opposed to nonfiction just to really, oh, a magazine, because again, you can read a couple of articles and then you're sleepy. But all of that process takes me about half an hour between going up at around 10, take my makeup off, brushing my teeth, maybe having a shower, popping my essential oils on, breathing that in, reading my novel. But honestly, by the time quarter to 11 rolls around, I am lights out. My brain is wound down. Another thing that I also do And sometimes I need it more than other nights. But if I feel like quite discombobulated, the day's been quite stressful, something's happened, 
I've got sort of feel like I've got negative emotion in me, I will actually sit and journal down those thoughts. I will sit and journal down how I'm feeling and also plan out my next day. So this is a key thing. I like to sit for a minute or so and visualize the day. And that's not, I don't get into some like position, um, like anything like that. I just close my eyes or even with my eyes open, I do lots of daydreaming with this. It's daydreaming. That's what visualizing is. And I will visualize how the next day is meant to go, like from getting up and doing the school run if I'm doing it that day, what that will look like in terms of am I going to gym or am I going to have a run? What am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? What is happening? I'm, you know, work-wise, all that kind of thing. And I'll actually just plot out my day the night before and really get clear on what my most important actions are for the day. And that's something that was taught to me by my lovely friend and client, Joe Bendel, who's a productivity coach. She has a fantastic podcast as well, by the way. Go check it out, Made for More. And she taught me is just really getting clear on what my most important actions are every day. And that just keeps your mind so centered because everything on our to-do list is going to seem important, but it's actually about prioritizing that. And so when I wake up in the morning, I know, right, these are my my three most important actions for the day. And if you listen to my podcast on my morning routine, you'll know that I spoke about eating the biggest, ugliest frog first, the hardest task first. And that comes from a book that I've read called Eat the Frog by Brian Tracy. And it's just all about how to actually be more efficient with your time. And it's actually to get the hardest task done first, because that breeds the confidence to continue on with your day and get more and more things done and be more efficient with your time. So for me, that's why I do that. That's why I do. It's a brain dump, essentially. I do it daily, but then I do like a really thorough weekly one. Again, planning out my week, visualizing what needs to happen. How is that going to go? And you get so good at working out and knowing your boundaries of what you can achieve, what you can't achieve and looking at it and going, that's not realistic and actually going, okay, well, something's going to have to give here. So what is it? Is it my sanity? Is it my mental health? Or is it actually that I'm going to say no to some things that I'm just not going to be able to accommodate because I just, I can see physically, I don't have the space to do it rather than just saying yes, 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 yes all the time. So brain dumping, bookending the day with that routine, and then being able to switch my light out and drift off into sleep, which means I'm getting those seven to seven and a half hours I know that I need personally to thrive with my busy mum life because my alarm is going off then at quarter past six because I'm getting up for my be well call that I do every day at half past six in the morning. I've done a whole podcast episode about this in my morning routine episode and talking about why I love doing that Be Well community call every day and how that keeps me accountable and how that creates such a sense of calm in my life and in my day. Are you ready to start or reset your healthy habits, but maybe you're short on time or you're just not sure where to start? You're exactly the person I've created my Thrive in 5 mini course for. Reset your healthy habits in just five minutes a day so you can start to thrive in all aspects of your life and health. And the best part is it's totally free to get it. Go to wendygriffith.co.uk forward slash thrive and five or go to the link in my show notes for more information. Right, back to today's show. I just wanted to lift the lid on on what I personally do in the evenings to really, and the process starts, as I say, at about nine o'clock with that herbal tea, with popping my blue light glasses on so that by 10 o'clock, I'm starting to be sleepy. I'm starting the process of going upstairs, reframing the fact that taking my makeup off and treating my skin to good quality products that I use and all that and why that's so beneficial. I just hope that's really inspired you with your routine 
and makes you think more about how how you end the day is so important. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for you. If this episode has resonated, make sure you visit wendygriffith.co.uk to discover more of my content and my fantastic free resources to support you in thriving. Or if you'd like to continue the conversation further, drop me a DM by Instagram at wendygriffithlivehealthy. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep thriving. Thriving.